Blog Talk Radio. your host, Davina Shinsky, and you're listening to Live Without Limits to Dreams Come True with the Right Mindset. And today's presentation is titled, Your Ultimate Mental Health Checklist and the Seven Components for Good Mental Health. Now, the problem with talking about mental health is the fact that it's a hidden disability and you don't see it or understand it unless someone acts out with odd behavior or what seems odd behavior to you. The tough part about feeling down is not knowing what to do about it. And we all have times when we're down or upset about something and we just don't know how to deal with it. We might opt for lying in bed of crawling into the fetal position, lost, empty, and hopeless. While this is completely a-okay, hey, we all do this sometimes, having a checklist that you can turn to during these tough mental health times can help you bounce back or at least feel incredibly better. More than anything, what has helped you to bring mental health and mental health issues to the forefront is because of the pandemic and how people reacted to the isolation because we are a social human being. We deal best with interaction with other people. Logically, you can go through your mental health checklist ensuring that you're doing everything in your power to feel mentally good once again. But what should this kind of checklist include? What habits can you use to eliminate your mental health when you realize that it's not a good place? So keep listening because we are going to uncover it all. And remember this, that Everyday situations, the relationships you have with the people around you can either help you feel good about yourself or can help you feel bad about yourself. But remember this, that those feelings come up with inside you. No one else can make you feel better but yourself, and no one else can make you feel bad but yourself. The thing is, what you're doing is reacting to the things that other people are doing, and that's what makes you feel good or bad. What are the seven components of good mental health? Our mental health impacts our physical health and vice versa. So remember this, mental health issues can be triggered by our health and 
health problems can be triggered by the mental health issues. And here's the thing. Think about it. When people have gotten sick with cancer and they've been told they have weeks or months to live, what makes them last longer or what helps them be cured? It's all minds over matter because it's different things that can be triggered in the body that cause the health issues. It's how you react to it. And I can remember many, many, many years ago because I grew up with a disability at a time when society didn't even acknowledge its disability community and people around me just didn't know how to react to me as a person. And in those days, you would hear things, oh, don't get near her because you'll get what she has. She's got cooties or whatever term. Children don't realize what they're doing. They're more or less repeating the things they've heard over time. And when we talk about nature versus nurture, the environment is very important to understand how it affects you, yourself, and where you come from. So what are the seven components of good mental health? Our mental health impacts our physical health and vice versa. And our health determines our quality of life and the fulfillment that we obtain from life. That makes it pretty important. And this makes mental health a little bit more complex than you may initially think. Good mental health actually incorporates seven key components. And these are in-person therapy, which is community mental health centers, or it can be in a hospital, with a clinical psychologist or a clinical social worker. Community, there are many, many community groups that you can join that can help you if you're grieving due to the death of someone. There's grief counseling. There's all different types of counseling, even in your church, your pastor is trained as a therapist to help you because many a times people don't want to go to the psychologist or the psychotherapist because of the stigma attached to it. So therefore, they always, but they will always go to their pastor at their church. Physical health. You need to take care of your physical health because they they affect each other. Intellectual health. Environmental health. And what we're talking about when we're talking about environmental health, those are the things like what, what are you putting in the water? Uh, what chemicals do to plant leakage? and various different things, boundaries, and self-care. 
while some of these may be partially out of control, focusing on the variables that you can actually change is critical. For instance, for physical health, you can move more or go for daily walks. In the community, you can join a club or a workshop. For intellectual health, you can learn a new hobby or skill. There are tons of options here. So how can I improve my mental health and a checklist? Now, we've been talking about mental health, and we've been getting into that. But I also want to talk about this before I actually go any further, that for many years, the mental health industry has not gotten enough funding to provide the best services, and they're not often looked at as a real entity of, or necessity of having a good, healthy lifestyle. So understanding where you're coming from, what your needs are, and how to adapt to them. Now, I'm going to talk about the family first because a lot of, a lot of things happen within the family. A family works because each person in that family reacts a certain way to a situation. All of that is based on our personalities. And in our personalities, we can have a dominant personality. We can have very good interpersonal skills. We can be a person who is very good at, at doing research or following the rules. And then you have the personality is the one that questions everything. Now, we have all of these components within us. Some are our strengths, some are our weaknesses, but we can move around within those personalities once we understand them and understand how to utilize them in our life. How can I improve my mental health? A checklist. Maybe you've already got one of these mental health checklists. Whatever the case, maybe here are a few tips and tricks to improve your already existing list to create a brand new one. The basics. Some days you just feel in a funk. We all have these days, and it can help to start by assessing some of the basics that we usually know that can help us. But when we're in a funk, we tend to forget about including the following. Brush your teeth, wash your face, shower, get outside and be in the sun. If you can, get a daily walk-in. Eating healthy in a balanced meal or a snack. Hydrating with water. Brain dump. This means writing down anything and everything that comes to mind. Just let it out. Change your posture for a more confident and energetic posture. Even if you don't 
feel like it. Smile. Fake it until you make it. There's actually science behind this one. Now, before I go on, I'm going to talk about a situation. I grew up in a family where it was very, very dysfunctional. And it was dysfunctional because my both my parents came from dysfunctional homes. In my father's home, there was a lot of physical abuse. In my mother's home, there was a lot of negativity, a lot of emotional abuse, a lot of verbal abuse, a lot. And that's what they brought into their family, and that's how they treated their children. Now, in many cases, I have cousins that have had a lot of personal issues within their own lives and could not have long-term relationships just simply because of the kind of home they came from. And in my home, it was three sisters. One was born deaf, and her personality is to be very introverted. And she was always being told, you can't live on your own, you can't think for, for yourself, you can't hold a job, and whenever she tried to do anything, it was constantly criticized. So now, she's going to be 73 years old in two days. And what does she do? She sleeps all day. And why does she sleep all day? Because she's given up on life. And why is she given up? Because she never had goals. She never really had friends. She never really went anywhere other than when once she left New York, it was living with my mother in Florida. And in Florida, it's not like you have the best transportation. So she depended on my mother to take her everywhere. And she would get up and say, where are we going? So once my mother passed away, she didn't know what to do with herself. She wouldn't go to the pool. She, if she doesn't know what to do, she will, and, and she'll get up, she'll eat breakfast, and then she'll go back to bed. Because that, and that became her routine. So that's, that's showing depression. That's showing a lack of, a, a lack of connection. Something that would want her to get up and get out and do something on her own. But because she was made so dependent on other people, she has no idea how to take care of herself. And I used to say to my mother, what's going to happen to her when you're gone? Oh, she can take care of herself. Yeah, this is how she's taking care of herself, beyond basics. Okay, so maybe you go through the basics. What else can you do to feel better, even just a little bit? Connect with friends. This can be over the phone or in person. Chat with your therapist or start seeing one. Eliminate known factors such as alcohol and drugs that cause mental health decline. Do an activity that you enjoy. Love pottery? Sign up for a class. Start a regular exercise routine. Go slow here. Too much, too fast, can feel overwhelming. Meditate first thing in the morning 
or evening. Take a warm bath, journal, questions and prompts coming up below on this one. Do five push-ups, squats, jumping jacks, or another exercise. Practice a relaxation technique, such as progressive relaxation. Write down five to ten things that you're grateful for. Practice positive self-talk. Find yourself bashing yourself. Change gears. How can you be more positive? Can you challenge your thoughts? Take some time for yourself and say no to anything else. At this point, what happens is we become a people pleaser just to get people to want to be with us. And then what does that mean? Well, that means you're going to take on other people's problems or other people's things that they just don't want to deal with themselves. And I'm also going to tell you this. I, I know someone that she got married at 21 because she was afraid no one else would ask her and was in a, in a relationship that was very physically abusive. Her mother even came to visit her, and the husband jumped on top of her and was beating up on her, and the mother did nothing to help her. So you have learned that you have to take control of your life, and you can't let someone else live it for you because... What happens then? You end up in a situation where you're abused. And you have to, the best thing, and I know that generation, they stayed in those relationships because they didn't have the education to go out and work for themselves. And they depended on their husbands for financial support. But there's and it took her 20 years of being married and having a third child who was autistic and mentally ill before she actually decided she needed to get out of that relationship. And today, she is so jealous of other people and what they have simply because she doesn't know how to love herself. And one thing I noticed that whenever she's had any type of electronics, what has she done? She's literally doesn't even know how to take care of it. I can remember I helped her buy a computer and set it up. And my computer was older than her. And within a year, her computer looked like it had gone through the the washer, and had, she had not taken care of it. I had even told her, you need to buy this and use this to keep your computer clean. Didn't even do that. Even though she might have bought it the first one, she never did it. She never took That's because if you don't like yourself, then you're not going to be thinking to take care of anything else. And then her son eventually bought her a Chromebook. And she wanted to go volunteer with an organization. And I'm like, 
You can't download it on your 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 Chromebook. There's no hard drive on it. It's just a, it's just a a netbook that helps you get on the internet. So she had to mix that. But she sees herself as a therapist and never had any training and then got very jealous of me because I was able to go on a platform and promote my services where she couldn't and couldn't understand why. Mental health checklist questions. Taking this even further, you can track how you feel from day to day by answering some questions. This can help you gauge what's going on, even though it might not present itself immediately, and help you understand your own triggers. Try journaling using these. How do you feel on a scale of one to 10? Why? What time of the day do you feel your worst? What can you do to take it and make it better? Cooking your favorite breakfast in the morning to quell anxiety? What can I do to make today great? Who do you trust the most and why? Are your three biggest strengths when you do feel the most happiness in your life? What is your favorite part of the day? How can I show up today? as a mom, a coach, a boss, for women specifically, where am I at in my menstrual cycle? How might this affect my mood? How can I make a difference today? Well, all of this will take some time. However, it will be worth it. You have actionable steps to help you feel better. You can also add to your own ideas to your checklist, such as activities or things that help you get perspective to take on a good mood. Because there's many things that you can do when you recognize them and understand how to incorporate them. Find your ultimate mental health checklist. Create one today so that on those less than ideal days, you have a resource to turn to. And remember, mental health is not a destination, but a process. It's about how you drive, not where you're going. So, and that was a quote by Norm Schuck. Spencer, um, and the next thing or the last thing that I'm going to talk about when it comes to mental health is this. We all know about the laws of attraction. Journaling is a part of the laws of attraction. Understanding what affirmations are to change your head. But if you look back into the 60s, when they first started the psychotherapy, or rather when the, psych when the mental health industry was growing with the self-help components, 
where you had Freud, you had Carl Jung, and in the 60s, you had Eric Byrne with transactional analysis. You had, then you had psychodrama. Psychodrama is taking and acting out what's going on in your personal life and a way to work through issues that you had with other people that you never got to express and work through. With transactional analysis, we talk about the adult who says, I am able to, the parent who says you should, and the child who says I want. And what I'm going to do is finish up this, this show today with a story. And that story is called The Fuzzy Tale. And it comes from a book written by Thomas Gordon called Scripts People Live. Because whether you realize it or not, that a parent will often script their children, guiding them into certain professions, whether or not that's a profession that they really want, because they want to be able to say, oh, my son, the doctor, my son, the lawyer, my yeah. and if you remember, what did Winston What's the song that says, don't let your sons grow up to be cowboys? Or when we talked about the rhyme where they talk about the candlestick maker. And you got to remember that jobs that existed back in the 18th century and 19th century don't exist today. Jobs that existed 10 years ago don't exist today. And jobs today or that exist today, didn't exist 10 years ago. And there's jobs in the future that are or haven't been invented yet because as technology changes, job titles change. What was a secretary years ago? Today is a virtual assistant working from home. What was a graphic designer is also a web designer. So in the fuzzy tale, there's a mother, there's a father, there's a son, and there's a daughter. And they would go out and give out warm fuzzies as though there was no tomorrow. And they just thought they would never, never give out. Then a, a witch comes along and she watches this and she gets very jealous. So what does she do? She goes to the family and she tells them, if you keep giving out warm fuzzies, they're going to run out. So they stopped giving out warm fuzzies. They kept hoarding them. And what then what happened? The town started to, to slowly shrivel up. So they started giving out false fuzzies and cold pricklies until a hip woman comes along. And she tells them it's okay to give out warm fuzzies because they will never run out. And the family starts giving out warm fuzzies again, and all of a sudden the town starts to thrive and grow. So what is that saying? That's saying that you have to learn to love yourself, that by 
being mean and abusive to someone else, that's creating mental health issues for them. And how you treat other people can always come back to you. My mother would, was always abusive and always negative. And she would say, oh, I'll do this, this is a, such and such and such for you if you do this. And never followed through. And I learned over the years that she just plain lied to get what she wanted. And I used to tell her, just remember what you give, because that's what you're going to get back. And the last year of her life, she, I was not the one there taking care of her, because I was not going to do for someone who, did, who was constantly abusing me and treating me like I, I didn't have a right to anything. And even stole money from me and lied about it. So, you see, how you treat other people definitely comes back to you. And remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com, and you can sign up for getting individual coaching or group coaching. And I also offer challenges that will help you to change your skill life around.